Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back to our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. It's been a bit of a break, and uh, hopefully it was a good break. It was a Pesach break. So after our Pesach break, we now resume and get back into the swing of things uh, for summer's man. Tav Shem Pei Gimel 5783. We are uh, relaunching our Sunday morning breakfast and learn. And what a better way to begin than a, a, a lavish gala breakfast this morning, sponsored by our very own Mrs. Aviva Aminov in honor of Natan Priel's 15th birthday. And it should be a very happy birthday for him. He sh- it should be a very happy birthday for, for uh, Natan, for all of us. And the Abishur should bench him with good health and prosperity and Hatzlacha and everything that he does till 120. Amen. He and the entire Aminov family. Amen. Okay, so. Um, we're, we're holding stark right now. We're, we're finding ourselves in the, in the middle of the time of year that we call Sphere Saimer time. And uh, we were reminded right after davening by our very owner of David, our uh, reliable, and um, uh, you know, he's always there to lead, lead the Tzibor. Not an easy thing to do, and not a, not a very popular job, right? Not a very popular job. It's called, uh, you know, sometimes we, 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 we term it <coughs> the. Uh, like a mace mitzvah. It's a mace mitzvah, you know? Like that guy who you bump into, there's no one around to take care of him, no one to take care of the mace. So sometimes leading the, <coughs> leading the tzibor in the prayer services is the same type of mitzvah. And, and um, our um, shliach tzibor reminded us this morning after davening was over about the Eimer count, in case anyone didn't count last night, and today is in fact the 17th day of the Eimer, where we are not even... <coughs> um, Yet uh, one third of the way. We're about we're about one third of the way through. Almost exactly one, one third of the way through. And uh, actually, no. This is we're we're, we're all we're, we're this is like the one third mark. This is actually when you go from day sixteen to day seventeen. This is when we cross the uh, like sixteen and a half days. About one third of the way in, right? So we're now we're now uh, one third of the way in. But that means we have still have two thirds of sphere remaining. And a lot of very interesting sphere assignment discussions and, and, and uh, delicate points to discuss over here. Nuances and akutas. We're going to deal with one of them this morning. Two questions that actually go side by side, that go hand in hand with one another. Two questions which we find two vastly different ways of dealing with, and they seem to be consistent with two vastly different approaches to how to understand one basic point in sphere assignment. And let me start with the Shail and Halacha. Here's the Shail. The Shail is like this. <clears throat> you are getting ready to count the Eimer, and you make the bracha with in mind that you're going to count what? That night's count. What's that night's count? Say that night's count is, is, is 17. Okay? So you make the, you take out your sitter, Baruch HaToshem, Alekinim HaLechelem, HaShem Ketshon, Vesasav, Tzivanu, and you get ready to say, Hayoyim Shiva Asri Yoyim, today's the 17th day, and lo and behold, you hear everybody else around you counting the 18th day. Huh. So something's off, right? Someone's off, right? They're, they're, they're all crazy. You're crazy, right? Oh, I was about to say it. I was about to say it. Okay, but everybody knows it already. Everyone knows that line, right? I don't know. I don't like that famous story where, uh, you know, a guy's driving home. He gets a frantic call from his wife. She says, honey, listen, I hope you're okay. I want you, to, you know, to, to stay safe on the way home. You better watch out. Just turn on the radio. There's a guy driving down the highway. I know this is the highway that you take home. There's a car driving the wrong direction on the highway. Please watch out. He said, listen, it's, not, it's, it's much worse than you think. Everyone's driving the wrong way. 
So anyway, so you're in Shul, you're in Shul, but Rabbi Max got there first, okay, yes. So, so uh, you're in Shul, so you make the bracha, and lo and behold, you hear, you know, either, either you're driving the wrong way or everybody's driving the wrong way, right? One of these situations. And you, you, um, you've heard about the story with the guy on the highway. So you realize in all likelihood, you're probably the guy that's driving the wrong way. And that makes the most sense. If you were about to count 17, and you hear the whole congregation counting 18, someone is crazy. Someone is crazy, and it's probably you. It's probably you, right? And, and you look at your calendar, you realize you attack it wrong. Okay, so you, you, you made the bracha, and it's right before you can't, right before you can't, you realized that, you know, you were mistaken in, in, in what you thought that night was. But Baruch Hashem, you heard just in the nick of time. Because before you started counting, you made the bracha. And in a, a fraction of a second, you hear right before you can't, you hear everybody can't the right, the, the, correct, the correct, uh, correct night, the correct uh, Omer can't. So you heard it, Baruch Hashem, just in the nick of time. So the question is, is this indeed in the nick of time? Meaning... You made the bracha with one number in mind. I made the bracha that I, with, with in mind that I was about to count 17. Before I count, I realized that it's 18. Can I just kind of smoothly and suavely transition to the right? Can't just kind of count together with everybody else. Nobody will be any the wiser, right? Nobody will understand that I counted, that I had the, that I was mistaken, that I was about to count the wrong night. And I'll just count together with the keyboard. Is there anything the matter with that? I made the bracha. Yes, when I made the bracha, I had the wrong night in mind. But now I, I can correct myself. I'll count the correct night. Anything the matter with that? So Stan believes that there's something the matter with that. Stan, what would you what would you rule in such a situation? I'm not sure what I would rule, but I've learned multiple times in the morning in the Pesachim class that your intentions. Tensions are significant in, in, in Judaism. That's right. Okay, that, that's good. That's a valid point. We do take intentions seriously. We take Havana very seriously. So what would be the ruling? What would be the ruling in such a situation? What's the halacha? Obviously, what, what's the question of it? What, what, what's, well, let's be more clear about what we're asking. What are we asking? Well, what, what's the shiloh in halacha? What, what's the, what, it's the either this or that. What, what's the shiloh? What's our shiloh? The number. Well, he already... I'm assuming he already missed the counting proper counting. He made the bracha, and he's about to count. But he didn't count oh, yet. Yeah. He was about to say 17, and now he's about to say 18. He said bracha. So, so, so what's our shayla? What, what, let's, let's, let's flesh it out. What's the shayla? Shayla is, does that bracha work, right? Does the bracha work? Does he have to make a new bracha? Can we go retroactively and say it doesn't because he screwed up on 16? So this, is, this is the... No, no, no. He until now he was okay. He realized he can't at seventeen the night before. No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me be more clear. Yeah. Let, 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 let me let me let me let me supply the rest of the, the story here. This fellow last night he said the right can't. Okay. He's he canted the right number up until this point in time. Sorry to throw the oil off. Okay. Let, let's put all the cards down on the table. That's right. I'm sorry. I apologize. The 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 you know, we're dealing Bar Hashem with a with a clever audience so who knows all the all, all the possible. Uh, Pitfalls that might be, you know, um, uh, uh, going on behind the scenes over here. But the, the the case is that this fellow, this fellow that we're talking about, has been counting the right night every night. The night before he counted, indeed, seventeen. He counted seventeen. He just, you know, the memory got a little fuzzy on him, and he was about to count seventeen twice in a row. And he realized, no, tonight's eighteen and not seventeen. But he, he's been counting the correct night till now. So he said the bracha. The, the, the only issue is like this. The only issue has nothing to do with what he was doing till now. Till now he was okay. He said the bracha with day X in mind, and it turns out it's really day Y. So the bracha that he made with day X in mind 
um, not count, and it's, can it not be applied to day Y, or could, could it be redirected to day Y? What's the, what's the, when do you say the bracha? What are you saying? When he made that bracha, he had in mind he's going to count day X. It turns out the count is really day Y. Is that a problem? Does he have to make a new bracha? Can you rely on, that, on, on, on the bracha that he made already? So there's a Taz. The Taz says he's got to make a new bracha. The Taz in Shulchan Aruch writes that in such a situation, this Yid has to make a new bracha. The old bracha didn't work. Didn't work. And the Taz brings proofs to this. He brings proofs that you have to make a, a new bracha. What is proofs? He brings no fewer than two proofs. Red Max? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. As what Allah would be my food. Okay, one of his proofs is from food. That's right. So it says the Taz. Very good. See, he brings a proof from food. He brings a proof, let's say this way. He brings a proof from Gashmius and from Ruchnius. He brings a proof from food and he brings a proof from the Sefer Torah. From food and from the Sefer Torah. says the Taz. What's his proof from food? There's halacha like this. Let's say, let's say, there's a Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. And let's say, um, <clears throat> let's say, let's say, uh, make yourself a bagel. You go wash your hands for hamaytzi. You come back to make the hamaytzi lechem and arts on your bagel. And what? And and so you pick up you pick up the bagel, make hamaytzi lechem and arts before you get a chance to take a bite of that bagel. Somebody grabs the bagel away from you and runs off with the bagel. <laughs> Someone grabs it and run, runs off with it. Not in our shul. What? Not in our shul. <laughs> not in our shul. Of course not. Maybe of course not. That's why we set up the mechitzas this way, so no one can like you know, do an eat and run over here. You know, <laughs> grab and go. No, there's not a grab and go. There's a breakfast and learn program, right? But well, let's say, let's say you have to make that ma'aseh arts. Someone snatches the bagel away from you and runs out the door, right? This is a halach in Shulchan Aruch. They don't, they don't make it as dramatic in Shulchan Aruch. Someone grabbed the bagel away from you. But the case over there is you pick up an apple, the take a bite of the apple, and it slips out of your hand and falls down into a bottomless pit. It falls out, down into a, some, a, some um, you know, the Grand Canyon. Yeah, the Grand Canyon. Um, this is the case in Shulchan Aruch. Now, you make a, a bracha on a, a, a food item that you're holding, you bat take a bite, and before you get a chance to take a bite, Act on that bracha. That specific food item that you were holding is lost, uh, is lost forever. Lost forever. The bagel gets stolen from you. The food falls down into the Grand Canyon. It gets, it falls into the street. Gets run over by, uh, by truck. <coughs> so Shulchan Aruch Paskins that that um, if you want to, you want to eat another bagel. You want to eat another apple. You have to make a new bracha. You have to make a new bracha. Even if there's a whole tray of bagels in front of you, you made yourself a, a geshmaka bagel, and you, to, you make a hamaytzi, you take a bite, and someone grabs that bagel and runs out the door, and, and there's all these bagels still in front of you, but it wasn't the bagel that you were holding, that you were hefting when you made the bracha, you want to, make a, 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 you want to eat a new bagel, you have to make a new bracha. That hamaytzi was lost. That hamaytzi was made on that bagel, and that bagel is no longer around. You want a new bagel, you have to make a new hamaytzi. The chok says the shulchan aruch, any <coughs> similar case of this, where you were holding a specific food item, and you were making the, you had intention to, to eat that item, and the bracha, the intention of the bracha was going on that item, that item is lost before you get a chance to consummate the bracha, to act on the bracha, you have to make a new bracha. 
Not when you were holding a specific food item. When you were holding a specific food item, the Shulchan Aruch rules, you have to make a new bracha. So you have to be holding. Yes, if you were holding it and you were focused on this, if, if you're just like looking at the tray bagels, you make a bite and you decide you pick which one you want afterwards, that's okay, it's not a problem. If there's a whole tray of fruit, you're making a bite and you're going to pluck one of the fruits, it's not a problem. But if you're holding that fruit and your intentions, you're, you're, you're focusing that brach onto that specific fruit, that's when this halach applies. Says the Taz, so here it's the same thing. When I had when I said the brach, I had in mind the 16th day of the Omer, the 17th day of the Omer. Now, that, like, I lost that day, and it turns out it was replaced with a different day. I have to make a new bracha. He brings another proof as well. There's a proof from, from food, from Gashmias. He brings a proof from Ruchnias also. There's a halacha that every, every gabai has to know. Really, every gabai has to know this halacha, because it, it does happen once in a while. Sometimes someone can be called up to the Torah and make his bracha on getting the aliyah, and sometimes he'll have to make another bracha. It happens once in a while. When does that happen? If the gabai is not on his toes, and the balkoire, it's really the balkoire's fault. If the balkoire is really not on his toes, then sometimes he can be machshel, the oila, with having to make a new bracha. When, when does that happen? What, what, how, how do we do aliyahs? So Reb Naftuli knows, he's, he's, always, he's there to assist everybody making the aliyahs by, by, by the bar mitzvah. I heard on, Thursday, on Friday, right, the bar mitzvah, our very own Naftuli was helping everyone do the aliyahs, right? That's right. Gabai Shlishi. So, so the, 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 someone gets called up to the, to the Torah to make a, an aliyah, to get an aliyah, to make the bracha. So the, the, the Balkar shows him where you're bad to read. Why do we do that? You, you point out where it is and you take the talus and you kiss the Torah and you kiss, you kiss the... You kiss the the people, different people have different monogamy because the, the Uriah, because the Torah, because the Adzichai, because the Bimi, because the Balkairi. You know, people do lots of different things right before they get there, right before they make their bracha. They find Rabbi Max, Max, kiss Rabbi Max. Um, but uh, you, you kiss something. But, but you, before you start kissing things, you look at the, the, the place. He shows you the place. He shows you the place. Why does he show you the place? Because that's what you're making the bracha on. You're making the bracha on those lines, on that selection, on that section of the Torah that's about to be read. That's what you're making the bracha on. So that's why he shows you the selection, the, the place. He shows you the place because that's what you're making the bracha on. What if he shows you the wrong place? So it's a whole mess in halacha if he shows you the wrong place, but it can conceivably result in you having to make a new bracha. The way we end up asking is, even if he showed you the wrong place, but if the right place was there, it was somewhere exposed, if it was exposed... <laughs> It was, if it was in front of you, okay, we, we, we rely on that, but the Ebed, it's a big discussion, but everyone agrees, everyone agrees that if he showed you the wrong place, and the correct place was, was uh, you know, had to rewind or fast forward, it wasn't in front of you, was not exposed at all, everyone agrees <clears throat> that you have to make a new bracha. If it wasn't, in, if, if he showed you the wrong place and the correct place was not there in, on, on the scroll, was, was not in the exposed part of the scroll. He says, you make a bracha on an apple. And you think it's a double. I mean, you think it's a mezainus. And you make the bracha. And then you realize it ate. In that case, more obvious. What would be that case? I don't know what the Allah is. Well, I mean, first of all, the Allah is, if you remember to take the D before you start eating it, you, you change it to eight. So if you started eating already. You could change it? Wouldn't that be the same case? You could, no, but you're just changing the last few words. Now, you're changing the whole thing. You're changing the whole thing. All right. I don't think you're changing the whole thing. No, well, you don't say, you just say, just say, bring me a mezainus. You made a mezainus. Then you realize that's an eight. So, so if you realize you correct it to a Bure Priya eights, you say Bure Priya eights. You correct Taikhtadibur, you can go and Farech in it. What, what do you want the guy to do Taikhtadibur? 
but but uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. But it could, it, the Pasha's the guy didn't remember Teichet Edi You're raising a different point. Um, you're raising actually a valid point, but I don't want to. I don't want to go that way right now. What? The, so the Euler is the one that made the bracha. Yeah, but once the guy made the bracha, he has to make a new bracha. Oh yeah, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, once he said Hashem's name, that's right. So the, it says that Taz brings another proof in the case of the Sefer Torah. The Sefer Torah that's at the wrong place. If the Euler makes the bracha on the wrong place, then you have to make a new bracha. The bracha didn't work. The bracha didn't work. It was, it was consummated on, on, on the wrong place. That's what they're, not what they're reading right now. The bracha was made on the, wrong, on the wrong place. Therefore, you have to make the bracha again. So the Taz brings two proofs. Taz brings two proofs that what? <clears throat> that a bracha, which is made on the wrong item, on the wrong thing, with the wrong thing in mind, that bracha is is betelen uh, umevutalen. It's not a good bracha, and you have to make another bracha. Rules the Taz. Therefore, when someone camps the Oimer and he said, Al Sviras Oimer, and he had in mind the wrong night, he's got to make another bracha. He's got to make the bracha again. Even though he hears the Tzibur now canting 18, he has, to, he, has to, he has to remake the bracha. Not just recant, but make the bracha again. You say this for you count, you just count the wrong one. What? You can say a lot of things, but for, let, let's take this one step at a time, okay? So this, so this. If you said already the one that was past, past, that's okay, right? If you said last night, then you, everyone says you got to make a new bracha. If you if you made the bracha and you can't la- the wrong night altogether. But I'm saying the past one, not the future one. If you made a mistake, doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. If the wrong night is the wrong night, doesn't make a difference if it was one night, the night backwards or a night forwards. It's the wrong night. Okay. What did yeah. the say wrong day once or maybe even twice? He cannot say broke until Boimer is over? No, if, 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 if you... As long as you still canted the right night, even though you missed the bracha, then the tomorrow night you can count with the bracha. Counted wrong day once or twice. Counted wrong day. No, as long as, as long as, as long as you didn't miss a full day, like sometime later that night you realize, even the next day you realize, then the, the, if you miss 24 hours, if the whole day goes by and you didn't count altogether, then you can't make the bracha anymore. You mean counted wrong, wrong, wrong. Right, right, and you didn't correct yourself. Yeah, Yisrael, you had a question? If you didn't see anything, then 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 passes also. You have to make another bracha. They forgot to open the sefer Torah. Yeah. Some want to say. Some want to say that maybe that's a little bit better because if you didn't open it up, you hadn't mind the whole sefer Torah. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, we want to try to avoid that. Try to avoid that. Yeah. Okay. So this is the Taz, Rabbi Isai. Now, this may sound like a revolutionary halacha. May, we, we never heard about this halacha before, right? This is really the halacha. I mean, this happens to us sometimes. Sometimes you make the bracha, you, you really think that it's, it's tonight is 17, it turns out you hear everybody canting, it's really 18. It can happen to us, but you really have to make the whole bracha again. And that is how the Taz rules. The, 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 nearly every other Afrin disputes this. The Mog and Avram right away disputes this Taz. The Mog and Avram rules that no, you do not have to make a new bracha. And you may count based on your updated understanding, your updated information of what that night is. In other words, the Magen Avram rules that if somebody made the bracha with day X in mind, and he's about to count day X, and he hears from the tzibur that's really day Y, he may smoothly and seamlessly transition from the bracha to day Y, and he does not have to make a new bracha. The Magen Avram paskins that the bracha 
even though it was made on the wrong night, for, with the wrong night in mind, works for the correct nights. You don't have to reroute the, the you don't have to make the brach again. And this is how Mishnah Brewer rules. Mishnah Brewer goes with Magen Avram because the Mishnah Brewer brings down a whole, a whole Rishima, a whole list uh, and, and collection of halachic authorities who side with the Magen Avram, disagree with the Taz, and say, no, the Taz is, is wrong. And, and although the bracha was, again, was made with day X in mind, turns out tonight is X plus one, or whatever it is, day, day Y, you can allow that. That bracha will still work for the correct night, for the correct count, the, even though the bracha was made with the wrong night in mind. So in halacha, we, we do not go with this taz. In halacha, we do go with the Magen Avram. The question is, what are they disagreeing about? Well, let's ask that even better. Question, what, what is everyone doing with the taz's proofs? Taz has two proofs, right? The taz brings a proof from the apple, brings a proof from the bagel. The taz is, you make a hamaytzi on that bagel, and someone grabs the bagel away from you, even if you have a lot of other bagels there, you have to make a new hamaytzi. It's safe return. He shows you the wrong place. You have to make a new bracha on the right place, right? What is the Magen Avram going to do with the taz's proofs? The taz is, is, is backing himself over two solid proofs. What, do, what does the Magen Avram do with these proofs? What do we do with these proofs? The Territ is Rabbi Yisai. There's something, something very basic, fundamental, and, and profound going on over here at a Kishka's level. There's a dispute going on at, 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 a, at, at one of the, you know, at, at, at a, a Kishka's level in terms of understanding the Aleph base of what's going on when you make the bracha of Al-Sivir Asaymer. There's a basic dispute going on over here between the Taz and the Magen Avram, which determines how we should navigate the situation in Halacha, and the disagreement is as follows. They're, they're disagreeing about a very, a, a very basic point. What's the basic point that, that they are in disagreement regarding? What am I making a bracha on? What am I making the bracha on? When I say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elkeinu Melchem Hashem, Kishon, Vesav, Tzibonu. Al Sfiras Actual counting, not that. Hashem, you gave us the mitzvah on counting of the Oimer. What am I making the bracha on? When I, when I have to, a pair of tzitzis, a talus, I'm about to make the bracha on the tzitzis, on the talus. So I'm making the bracha on, 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 on this pair of tzitzis, I'm making the bracha on this talus, and I'm holding a bagel, and I make Amitzel Echemenorz, I'm making the bracha on this bagel. Right? That's clear. When I call up the oilet for his ali, and I show him the place. He's about to make a bracha on these five lines that we're about to read. When I make the bracha every night during Sfir Saimur, all 49 days, on a nightly basis, what am I making the bracha on? So this is the Machlaikas Taz and Magen Avram. The Taz believes, well, let's start with the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram believes I'm making a bracha on what? On the midst of counting. There's a general idea called the mitzvah of counting the Oimer. I'm making a bracha on the fact that Hashem gave us the mitzvah to count the Oimer. It's a beautiful mitzvah, but it, it, it's, 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 it's a generalized mitzvah called counting the Oimer. I'm making a bracha, giving thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that, that He gave us His mitzvah of counting the Oimer. This is the belief of the Magin Avram. So I'm making a bracha on what? On counting the Oimer. Let's say I had the wrong night in mind. Does that affect the bracha? It doesn't affect the bracha. The bracha is the same bracha. The bracha is the bracha on counting. On, on the act of counting. On the act of counting. I do the same act of counting every single night. The act of counting is not, is not a different act um, from the 17th night to 18th to the 19th. It's not a different act of counting when I end with the number 17 as opposed to 18 as opposed to 19. It's the same mitzvah, the same act of counting. I'm making a bracha on the act, on the mitzvah, on the notion of, 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 of the general idea of counting the Oimer. This is the Magin Avram and, and, the, the, and, and, and the ruling of the Mishnah Beruah as well. The Taz believes that I'm making a bracha on a specific number. I'm making a bracha on a day. I'm making a bracha on 
number 17. The Taz believes that for Sphere we have one of these, you know, these desk calendars that have, you know, 49 pieces of paper, and every day we rip off another piece of paper. Exactly, the order. And the Taz believes that, you know, so today is 18, I have 18, they're exposed like this. I'm making a bracha on today's piece of paper. I'm making a bracha on day 18. Al Sphere is not on the general concept, the general notion of, of the midst of counting the Eimer. Al Sphere on the counting of tonight's Eimer, which I'm about to count. I'm making it on tonight's number. The brach is being made on day 18. If it's being made on day 18, and that's my focus, that's my kavana, well, it turns out it's day 19, so I made the brach on the wrong number. I made it on the one that, I, that really went in the wastebasket last night. I made it on the wrong number. Let's make a new brach on tonight's number, because I made the brach on the wrong number. Exactly akin to what? A, a specific brach on a specific bagel. According to the Taz, Sirius Armour is 49 bagels. 49 bagels. Each bagel has its own number. I have to, I, 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 every night I'm counting a different bagel. Every night I'm making a bracha on a different bagel. The bracha is going on the specific night, on the specific number. I'm making a, a, a bracha on a number akin to the bagel and akin to Kriyas HaToyra. You make the, the, the bracha, Asher Bacha Benim Kolo Amim, you're shown the place, you're making the bracha on those five lines, on that Aliyah that they're about to read for you. That's what you're making the bracha on. Turns out, they showed me the wrong place, so I made the bracha on this place, but I was, I, I'm really reading this place over there. I, I, I made the bracha on the wrong place. The bracha was not consummated, I have to make the bracha now in the correct place. This is how the Taz understands. The Taz understands that each bracha is going on, I'm not making a bracha on the concept of counting, I'm not making a bracha on the notion of the mitzvah, I'm making a bracha on tonight's number. And if I had the wrong number in mind, it's exactly like making a bracha on a food item that I never, that never went into my mouth, making a bracha on, on, on an aliyah that I never ended up reading. This is the position of the Taz, <clears throat> and we could spice it up a little bit. It's possible, it is possible that, um, where's the Taz coming from in, in understanding that the bracha is going on the specific number? So this is something that also comes up a lot in Sphere Sarimer discussions. Everyone knows it's a, fa- a famous dispute amongst the Rishonim, um, and this is what Ramesha was, was referring to earlier. If I miss a night, if I miss an entire 24 hours, if I miss an entire day, I can't count anymore, right? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I still can't, but I can't make the brach anymore. There's a famous machlekes amongst the Rishonim. Um, uh, in order to make the brach every night, do I have to have a, an uninterrupted count? And I can only make the brach every night if I didn't miss any nights yet. Or, no, every, every night stands alone. Every, every brach can be made independent of the other ones. The famous debate, and we, we are concerned for both opinions. And that's why if someone misses the entire um, day, in any given day over the 49 days, you didn't count it at night, and you, you didn't remember to count it the next day without a bracha, so you lost, you're out of the count, you can't make the brach anymore. Because perhaps it's all for one and one for all, and perhaps to get the mitzvah you have to be counting, you know, uninterrupted. Uh, again, but other Rishon believe that every night can be counted independent of the other ones, and even if you miss a night, you can you can remain counting with the brach because each night stands alone. So we're concerned for both opinions. Um, we we do make a. Uh, um, we, we, um, we're concerned for both opinions, and that's why, on the one hand, if you miss it at night, you can't the next day, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, let you can the next day without a bracha. Uh, okay, well, let's not go there. That makes things, we don't have to make things that complicated right now. But we are concerned for both opinions, and that's why, again, if you miss an entire day, you are now knocked out, and you can no longer can't with a bracha. So where would the Taz be coming from in understanding that, that um, every, every, uh, that, um, 
the, the bracha is going on that specific night, and if I made the bracha with the wrong night in mind, it, 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 it messes things up so badly that you have to make a new bracha, it's possible that the Taz's understanding this based on the fact that we're concerned for the opinions that believe <coughs> that believe that um, that ev- that every night is um, is independent of all the other nights. Every night is its own mitzvah. Every night is its own counting, and every night has to be done. It can be done independent of the other nights. And therefore, the Taz is saying, look, if every night is its own mitzvah, every night gets its own bracha, and you can count every night, even if I didn't, if I missed other nights. So that means the bracha is going on that specific night. That is possible where the Taz is coming from. What would the Mug and Avram be saying? Maybe the Mug and Avram is saying, no, we look at it as as, as one. As one big mitzvah, one that's connected to mitzvah, we could go there. I don't believe that that's really what's going on behind the scenes between the Taz and the Mug and Avram, because the Taz and the Mug and Avram are both concerned for both opinions. They're both concerned for both opinions. Um, this is a machlik in the Rishonim already. It's not like the Taz is going to go with one opinion, the Mug and Avram is going to go the other way. That's going a little bit too far to say that um, it would be fun to do that. It would be fun. It would be enticing. But Rabbi Yisai, you know, I think that would be called being a little bit too yeshivish. Sometimes we say it's not. It's not good to be too yeshivish in terms of. How, many, how much we connect together. So I, again, I do think that's going a little bit too far <clears throat> to make that the, the point of debate, the point of contention between the Taz and the Mug and Avram. They're both concerned for both opinions. They both have to be concerned for the opinion that we look at. And there's another problem with it as well because the Taz is, all, is aware of both opinions. He's aware of the other opinion that we show him that we look at as one interconnected mitzvah and it, we add for the Taz to be you to make a new bracha because of this opinion when there is another opinion that exists. Generally, we say Savik brachas lahakal. If the other coin, the other opinion, you don't have to make a new bracha. It would be odd for the Taz to be so confident that we go this way to tell you, instruct you to make a new bracha. So there's a number of reasons why not to make this the debate between the Taz and the Mug and Avram. It seems, again, the simplistic approach is just how to understand the bracha. What, what am I making the bracha? And that's the easiest way to approach it. Not to, dependent on even though that would definitely spice things up, but not to make this dependent on the greater debate in the Rishonim, how to look at the nature of the mitzvah, is it interdependent, is it independent? Um, rather, the, uh, the debate is, is the bracha on Sviras Omer akin to a bracha on a bagel, a bracha on the Sefer Torah, that's the Taz, or is it just a generalized bracha on the mitzvah of counting, that's the Mogin Avram, so it's not locked into a specific number. It, it, okay, so now that that's in front of us, just to to um, to uh, wrap up with one with an additional item where we see that this this um, uh, this this also pops up very interestingly. Once we've established this, established this, and, and this is in front of us, it, it, this sheds a lot of light on another similar but but separate debate. There's a similar but separate debate which goes as follows. Let's construct another scenario. Let's say you're in shul, and you didn't make the bracha yet. You did not make the bracha yet. Okay? You didn't make the bracha yet. It's, it's, it's um, any given random night during Sphere Saimer, you're davening in shul, and they're up to Sphere Saimer, and you don't remember what that night is. But again, we're talking about someone who's been making a bracha every single night. We're talking about someone who has not been knocked out yet. You haven't missed any nights yet. And you counted every single night so far with a bracha. You come to show, but you can't remember what, what tonight's night is. And that, that happens to us routinely, right? Once it gets to like uh, day, day, day five, day six, no one can remember what last night was, right? 24 hours is a very long time. Nobody remembers anymore what, what, what that's night, that, that, that night's cant is going to be. So you're in shul, and you're hoping that the shliach tzibah remembers. You're hoping that somebody remembers. But you don't want to be out of sync with the rest of the, of the congregation. And you don't have a calendar to check. You don't have your Sirius Aimer app on you. 
and and you you on your own don't know what that night is. You're relying on the congregation, but you want to make the bracha with everybody else. Is there anything the matter, Rabbi? Say with making the bracha together with the tzibur, make the bracha together with the tzibur, word for word, and then right after the bracha, you'll listen to what everybody else is going to count, and then you'll count together with them. So we're not. This is a, everyone has said this is a, a slightly this is a, or the original case, but with a twist, with a variation. You're not making the bracha with the wrong night in mind. Because you don't know what that night is. You're making the bracha with nothing in mind. You're making the bracha with in mind that what, what you hear from everyone else, that's what you'll count. Is there anything the matter with that? Is there anything the matter with doing that? Yeah. What would be the problem with this? So very good. So Shulchan Aruch rules... It is a it is a sif and shulchan aruch. Um, let's le- let's see what the shulchan aruch says. The shulchan aruch says the following: Is tough pay test? Hey, If you don't know what that night's night is, this scenario is mamish. It's an explicit sif and shulchan aruch over here. If you don't know what that night is, and you make the bracha in mind, I'll say whatever he says. I'm going to make the bracha, and whatever I hear him saying, that's what I'm going to count. So I make the bracha and I wait to hear what he says. The same command, then I can't like he counts. Yotza, you're a yotza, you get the mitzvah. So you made the bracha with the mind that you're going to camp like him. You're allowed to, you, 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 you got the mitzvah. Yotza, you were yotza. Now, it's interesting that this is phrased as what? So careful listeners as a bidiyevit. The, the machaber makes it sound like this is not ideal, right? He says, if you don't know that night, and you made the bracha, and you listen to your friend, and then you can't, no, you were yaitz, you got the mitzvah. It sounds like, from the mechaber, you shouldn't do this ideally, but if you did it, it worked. And the Mishnah Baruch picks up on that. Mishnah Baruch says, yes, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. You shouldn't do this l'chatchila. If you don't know what that night is, you shouldn't make the bracha ideally. Don't make the bracha. Don't make the bracha. But if you did it, and you can't, like that guy can't, then you're, you will be yaitz b'di evan. Why is it not ideal to do it? So explains the Mishnah Bru. You know why it's not lechatchila? Mikom alkom lechatchila ain lo levarich elim kan yadei mitchila eze yom hayom. Says the Mishnah Bru. You shouldn't count if you don't 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 make the bracha ideally if you don't know what that night's count is. Why? Why not? Why shouldn't you do it? To usur lahafsek afilu b'shtika ben a bracha lemitzvah yosem mikdei dibor. Because lechatchila ideally we don't want you to have to delay between the bracha and counting. Don't make a delay. Ideally, you're supposed to make the bracha and perform the act right away. Ideally, you make the eights and take a bite right away. Ideally, you make the, 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 the bracha and you read right away. It's not ideal to have a, 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 a delay, a delay between the bracha and the act. This is the only reason the Mishaburu produces. The only thing that he's concerned about is the delay, not the kavana. And not the kavana. But, so what's going on over here? The Teretz is, this is the Mishnah Lashitas. The Mishnah already ruled like the Magen Avram. The Mishnah already ruled like the Magen Avram that the bracha is not going on that specific night. The bracha is just going on the general mitzvah of counting. So as far as the Kavana, there's no problem because you're making a bracha on counting and on that specific night. So good, I don't know what that night is. That doesn't, it doesn't impact the bracha. It has nothing to do with the bracha because the bracha is not going on that night. The bracha is going on the general mitzvah of counting. So as far as the bracha goes, as far as the Kavana goes, there's actually nothing the matter with this. The only issue the Mishnah can produce is the delay. 
ideally you shouldn't have any kind of delay between the bracha and the mitzvah. You want to go from the bracha directly into the mitzvah. That's the only problem the Mishnah comes up with because that's the only problem the Mishnah as far as the Mishnah concerns exists because as far as Kavana goes the Mishnah already rules like the Mogan Avram as we mentioned earlier that the bracha is not in the specific mitzvah. What the Shaharetzion brings down a Taz over here, the Taz says that, no, even if you won't make any delay, because the question is, what, what if I can do without any delay? I'm, I'm going to be back to, side by side with my buddy. Stan's going to be my sphere buddy. Stan has, has uh, Stan is always keeping track of the day. Stan keeps track, so, keeps track of lots of things, including which wrist my, my wristwatch is currently on. Stan keeps track of anything. He doesn't miss to beat this guy. And so let's say I'm going to be side by side with Stan. And I'm going to make the bracha with him, and I'm going to count together with him. I'm just going to say the word for word as he says it, so I'm not going to have any delay. I don't know what night it is, but I'm going to make the bracha word for word with Stan. I'm going to count word for word with Stan. Is there anything the matter with that? According to Malkin Avram, according to Mishra, no, there's nothing the matter with that. The Sharatian brings down that he says, he does tell us that there's a taz, he mentions that there's a taz, that says even if you won't have any delay, even if you'll be able to make the bracha and the counting word for word together with your buddy, but if you don't know what it is on your own, you shouldn't do this. You should still avoid this at all costs, the Taz rules. Why? Teretz is the Taz Lashita. This is one more place where the Taz is going with his own belief, with his own approach over here, and he says that, that um, uh, exactly in line with what he said earlier, that no, the bracha does go on the specific night. The bracha is going on that number, on that piece of paper that's currently on your desk. The bracha is not going on the general notion of counting. The bracha is going on that night's count. Therefore, coined the Taz, the ideal way of making the bracha serious armor is you got to know what that night is. You can't say, I'll make the bracha and then, I'll, you know, shoot first and ask questions later. Make the bracha and find out what it is right after the bracha. If you want to make the bracha in the ideal way, the lechatkila dika way, you have to make that bracha known what, what, what that night is. Yeah. So the Taz will say, very good. So wait one second. Rabbi Max is asking a good question. But so but one moment. The Taz the Taz it's the Taz says exactly what we would expect him to say. The Taz says that this is not ideal and, and even if I'll be able to say the bracha word for word together with my buddy, my severe buddy, it's you still did the wrong thing because you didn't make the bracha knowing what that night's count is gonna be because the bracha has to be on that night's count. That Rabbi Max is asking an excellent question. According to Taz not only should not be ideal, it shouldn't even work, right? So according to Taz, the bracha has to be made on that night's night. So how does this even work even with the Terence is, you made the bracha conditionally. You said, I'm making the bracha. I have in mind whatever that guy is going to say, that's what I'm making the bracha. So if it's 18, I'm having in mind 18. If it's 19, I'm having in mind 19. If it's 17, yeah, I'm having in mind 17. You're doing it conditionally. You do that by Sefer What? You do that by Sefer I'm making the bracha on whatever he's going to show me? Yeah, probably. Um, anyway, anyway. What? Because you want to have you want to have kavana vadoyis, not kavana, uh, you know, musnes. You want to have not conditional. You want to have unconditional kavana, not conditional kavana. And also, maybe the guy next to you doesn't know it. No, the best kind of kavana is is condition, unconditional kavana, not conditional kavana. Yeah. 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 I think Rabbi Shu was waiting. Why? Why I have to know? Let's say I live in the time of this Amigdash. I don't have a phone. I don't have a paper. All I know was what's, what's, what's Gabai say. I don't know. I came what, what Rabbi say, what Gabai say. He says, yesterday was, why I have to know? I don't have a phone. I don't have a paper. Excellent question. So the answer is that's also a bit the evidence. <laughs> To be uneducated is also a bit the ebbing. <laughs> the ideal is you have to know. You have to be the rabbi. That's the ideals. Every year has to be a rabbi. You have to make a breeze out <laughs> And that's why we come to the Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. Okay, thank you all for joining. <laughs>
That's right. That's 